0: letter two part two of letters on demonology and witchcraft by sir walter scott this LibriVox recording is in the public domain recording by dion gines salt lake city utah other heathen nations whose creeds could not have directly contributed to the system of demonology because their manners and even their very existence was unknown when it was adopted were nevertheless involved so soon as europeans became acquainted with them in the same charge of witchcraft and worship of demons brought by the christians of the middle ages against the heathens of northern europe and and the mohammedans of the east we learn from the information of a portuguese voyager that even the native christians called those of st thomas whom the discoverers found in india when they first arrived there fell under suspicion of diabolical practices it was almost in vain that the priests of one of their chapels produced to the portuguese officers and soldiers a holy image and called on them as good christians to adore the blessed virgin the sculptor had been so little acquainted with his art and the hideous form which he had produced resembled an inhabitant of the infernal regions so much more than our lady of grace that one of the european officers while like his companions he dropped on his knees added the loud protest that if the image represented the devil he paid his homage to the holy virgin in south america the spaniards justified the unrelenting cruelties exercised on the unhappy natives by reiterating in all their accounts of the countries which they discovered and conquered that the indians in their idol worship were favored by the demons with a direct intercourse and that their priests inculcated doctrines and rites the foulest and most abhorrent to christian ears the great snake god of mexico and other idols worshipped with human sacrifices and bathed in the gore of their prisoners gave but too much probability to this accusation and if the images themselves were not actually tenanted by evil spirits the worship which the mexicans paid to them was founded upon such deadly cruelty and dark superstition as might easily be believed to have been breathed into mortals by the agency of hell even in north america the first settlers in new england and other parts of that immense continent uniformly agreed that they detected among the inhabitants traces of an intimate connection with satan it is scarce necessary to remark that this opinion was founded exclusively upon the tricks practised by the native poas or cunning men to raise themselves to influence among the chiefs and to obtain esteem with the people which possessed as they were professionally of some skill in jugglery and the knowledge of some medical herbs and secrets the understanding of the colonists was unable to trace to their real source ledger domain, and imposture by the account however of the reverend cotton mather in his magnelia book six six he does not ascribe to these indian conjurers any skill greatly superior to a maker of almanacs or common fortune-teller they says the doctor universally acknowledged and worshipped many gods and therefore highly esteemed and reverenced their priests Pohaz, or wizards who were esteemed as having immediate converse with the gods to them therefore they addressed themselves in all difficult cases yet could not all that desired that dignity as they esteemed it obtain familiarity with the infernal spirits nor were all powas alike successful in their addresses but they became such either by immediate revelation or in the use of certain rites and ceremonies which tradition had left as conducing to that end insomuch that parents out of zeal often dedicated their children to the gods and educated them accordingly observing a certain diet debarring sleep etc yet of the many designed but few obtained their desire supposing that where the practice of witchcraft has been highly esteemed there must be the plainest demonstration of mortals having familiarity with infernal spirits i am willing to let my reader know that not many years since here died one of the poas who never pretended to astrological knowledge yet could precisely inform such who desired his assistance from whence goods stolen from them were gone and whither carried with many things of the like nature nor was he ever known to endeavour to conceal his knowledge to be immediately from a god subservient to him that the english worship this poa being by an englishman worthy of credit who lately informed me of the same desired to advise him who had taken certain goods which had been stolen having formerly been an eye-witness of his ability the Powa, after a little pausing demanded why he requested that from him since himself served another god that therefore he could not help him but added if you can believe that my god may help you i will try what i can do which diverted the man from further inquiry i must a little digress and tell my reader that this Poaz's wife was accounted a godly woman and lived in the practice and profession of the christian religion not only by the approbation but encouragement of her husband she constantly prayed in the family and attended the public worship on the lord's days he declared that he could not blame her for that she served a god that was above his but that as to himself his god's continued kindness obliged him not to forsake his service it appears from the above and similar passages that dr cotton mather an honest and devout but sufficiently credulous man had mistaken the purpose of the tolerant the latter only desired to elude the necessity of his practices being brought under the observant eye of an european while he found an ingenious apology in the admitted superiority which he naturally conceded to the deity of a people advanced as he might well conceive so far above his own in power and attainments as might reasonably infer a corresponding superiority in the nature and objects of their worship from another narrative we are entitled to infer that the european wizard was held superior to the native sorcerer of north america among the numberless extravagances of the scottish dissenters of the seventeenth century now canonized in a lump by those who viewed them in the general light of enemies to prelacy was a certain shipmaster called from his size mickle john gibb this man a person called jamie and one or two other men besides twenty or thirty females who adhered to them went the wildest lengths of enthusiasm gibb headed a party who followed him into the moorlands and at the fort moss between arth and stirling burned their bibles as an act of solemn adherence to their new faith they were apprehended in consequence and committed to prison and the rest of the dissenters however differently they were affected by the persecution of government when it applied to themselves were nevertheless much offended that these poor mad people were not brought to capital punishment for their blasphemous extravagances and imputed it as a fresh crime to the duke of york that though he could not be often accused of toleration he considered the discipline of the house of correction as more likely to bring the unfortunate gibbites to their senses than the more dignified severities of a public trial and the gallows the cameronians however did their best to correct this scandalous lenity as mickle john gibb who was their comrade in captivity used to disturb their worship in jail by his maniac howling two of them took turn about to hold him down by force and silence him by a napkin thrust into his mouth this mode of quieting the unlucky heretic though sufficiently emphatic being deemed ineffectual or inconvenient george jackson a cameronian who afterwards suffered at the gallows dashed the maniac with his feet and hands against the wall and beat him so severely that the rest were afraid that he had killed him outright after which specimen of fraternal chastisement the lunatic to avoid the repetition of the discipline whenever the prisoners began worship ran behind the door and there with his own napkin crammed into his mouth sat howling like a chastised cur but on being finally transported to america john we are assured was much admired by the heathen for his familiar converse with the devil bodily and offering sacrifices to him he died there says walker about the year seventeen twenty we must necessarily infer that the pretensions of the natives to supernatural communication could not be of a high class since we find them honoring this poor madman as their superior and in general that the magic or powying of the north american indians was not of a nature to be much apprehended by the british colonists since the natives themselves gave honour and precedence to those europeans who came among them with the character of possessing intercourse with the spirits whom they themselves professed to worship notwithstanding this inferiority on the part of the powaz it occurred to the settlers that the heathen indians and roman catholic frenchmen were particularly favored by the demons who sometimes adopted their appearance and showed themselves in their likeness to the great annoyance of the colonists thus in the year sixteen ninety two a party of real or imaginary french and indians exhibited themselves occasionally to the colonists of the town of gloucester in the county of essex new england alarmed the country around very greatly skirmished repeatedly with the english and caused the raising of two regiments and the despatching a strong reinforcement to the assistance of the settlement but as these visitants by whom they were plagued more than a fortnight though they exchanged fire with the settlers never killed or scalped any one the english became convinced that they were not real indians and frenchmen but that the devil and his agents had assumed such an appearance although seemingly not enabled effectually to support it for the molestation of the colony it appears then that the ideas of superstition which the more ignorant converts to the christian faith borrowed from the rack of the classic mythology were so rooted in the minds of their successors that these found corroboration of their faith in demonology in the practice of every pagan nation whose destiny it was to encounter them as enemies and that as well within the limits of europe as in every other part of the globe to which their arms were carried in a word it may be safely laid down that the commonly received doctrine of demonology presenting the same general outlines though varied according to the fancy of particular nations existed through all europe it seems to have been founded originally on feelings incident to the human heart or diseases to which the human frame is liable to have been largely augmented by what classic superstitions survived the ruins of paganism and to have received new contributions from the opinions collected among the barbarous nations whether of the east or of the west it is now necessary to enter more minutely into the question and endeavour to trace from what especial sources the people of the middle ages derived those notions which gradually assumed the shape of a regular system of demonology and of letter two part two